you know, taking his shirt off and being a private eye and look at look at the six pack and my guns and the cats will come in here and then I will murder them. Oh, just sit and soak in your ball juice there, buddy. My shoulders sore, headache, hair sucks. You're about ready to barf. <laughs> a row of kids are following my son, and he has two big shovels. Oh, now that I think the dog is barfing. Is this working? Is that working? Son of a bitch. Oh, I mean, welcome to episode 300. So I started my day. <laughs> I opened up my work computer, and because of my job, I have to have a thousand files. Just PDF this and Word that and just tons and tons and tons. I open up my work computer today, and it goes, um, couldn't sync. And I'm like, sync with what? What are you talking about? And I, I finally it gets to the desktop, blank, like I bought a brand new computer. I mean, usually, there's usually just files everywhere covering the desktop until, I mean, nothing, blank. That's cool. Then I'm <laughs> prepping for the podcast, and so I get my computer, you know, restarted and up and running and good to go, and even check Skype for updates. It's good. I go to open my little tiny nothing program notepad that just has my recently watched in it. Hmm. My recently watched file is blank. This is a different computer. Um, what, what do you mean blank? There, there's a, usually it's a list of a hundred movies I haven't talked about yet. Eh, nothing. So I go to start typing on my keyboard and all it does is make spaces. Blank, blank spaces. Okay, well, I'll open a word program, see if that works. Won't even open all the way. Can't do anything. Go to close it. It's just blank. I'm like, great. Guess I'll make sure Audacity's working so I can record myself. Nope. Okay, it's now 8.55. I still haven't heard from Eugene, so I got time to restart my computer. And it just sits there like a dumb shit. Sits there like a dumb shit. Like, Hello! And then Eugene's texting me, uh, are we gonna go, or, like, I always wait to hear from you, so... <sighs> Technology. Oh, you... and you're just a, a, a glitchy mess over there, just... <laughs> sure. Oh, it doesn't help, I feel like total shit today, too. How are you? Oh, I've... No, no. <laughs> Just woke up in the middle of the night. I mean, I fell asleep fine. Everything is fine. And then woke up at two in the morning or whatever it was. And I'm like, oh, my nose full of snot. Throat full of snot because of the fucking cats. I, I hate those beasts. They've ruined my life, literally. I can't... I. I literally, before podcasting, I was out on the back porch just sitting there dicking off on my phone to get fresh air so that I could survive the podcast. <sighs> and, you know, it's like, 
the cats aren't allowed in the bedroom. They're not allowed in my office and they're not allowed in my treadmill room. Um, and it doesn't matter because that cat shit dander stuff, whatever, has permeated the entire house. It doesn't matter where you go. It's in the vents. So that's how my morning was. I was so upset. And I, I hate my hair so bad that I'm like, I'm done. I'm done putting anything in my hair. I'm, I'm, I'm going full on, um, Clint Howard at this point. So Clint Howard with a, with a side, yeah, Clint Howard with a side order of Ron Jeremy. Just, just not nice. Not, not pleasant looking at all. <sighs> yeah. So that's how I'm, that's how, and the thing, back to the cats, it's like, the kids just, they just roll around in cat hair, and the cat, the cat hair is all over them, and then they hug, then they hug dad, and now it's, now it's on me. Ugh. One of the worst decisions we've ever made. I've ever made. I've, yeah. And see, now that it's summer, the kids and wife are outside all the time, all the time, playing and working in the garden or whatever. And I work out of my office quite a bit. So I'm the one that's in here having to navigate cats. They, they're, they're just love starved. So I, you know. Oh, here's that guy. Let pet me, pet me, pet me, pet me, pet me. I'll follow you everywhere you go. Oh, motherfucker. How are you? <laughs> are you going to throw up or? Yeah, yeah, I'm suppressing. Yeah, I'm trying not to throw up right now. Throw up or freeze. Hey, take your pick. It's <laughs> oh. Oh, I'm just so tired at my. Get. Huh? Not because of you or your hair. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just so tired, and I, my allergies are so bad from spring Okay, time. so it's not just me. It's not just me. And, I mean, it, it's not just you, but for me, it's it's not animals. It's, I, I, I don't know, outside pollen, trees and stuff, I guess. It just, I wake up, and I'm so stuffed, and it's been draining into my throat for, so, oh, you mm-hmm. know, hours. Yes. And then it upsets my stomach because I just got a stomach full of snot. And then I go throw up and it's, it's all snot. There's nothing else in there. Just snot. And yeah. it's so damn gross. Yeah. And I'm over here just drinking cats, just drinking cats. Middle of the night, just snorting back. And I'm like, oh, there's a, there's oh. a hairball. I wake up and it's just nothing. M- nothing moves in the sinus. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yep. <sighs> oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> yep. That's how we roll here, folks. <sighs> oh, it's going to be a good show. I can just tell. Like, that, and I got work, I got so much work stuff to do, I almost thought about canceling the show today. Just oh, We can keep it, I mean, just, just roulette and recently watched. I, I'm wife is taking the youngest to the swim lessons so I've got the oldest to deal with and uh, I'm like alright <sighs> yep well <laughs> if I get up and run out of the room you know that what's going to happen oh it's yak time okay <laughs> breathe easy breathe <laughs> yeah. easy come on throat <clears throat> oh and I'm, I'm, I, I was so allergic this morning that I just bathed my face in uh, peppermint uh, essential oh, oils no, I, oh don't tell me that <laughs> Oh, and so it, it just, oh, and my, my son, Hudson, he, he ran to the kitchen and got a, uh, a 
clothespin or whatever and put it on his nose. He's like, I hate that smell. So he was running around. I'm like, yeah, well, I hate cats. So we're even Steven there, folks. Yep. <laughs> Tough titty. Yep. Ah, <sighs> uh, okay. We're going to have to power through this one today. Dude. <laughs> I can just, I can feel it in the back of my throat. Oh, and then you snort, and I'm. It, <laughs> and that's how we do episode three hundred. Just feeling like crap. Just garbage. It's gonna be a garbage yeah. episode. I can just tell. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, you ready for the roulette? Ah, uh, yep. Might as well. I'm Eric, and I'm Eugene, and here's the roulette. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, it's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette as we dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. Uh, on this episode of the roulette, it is Come to Daddy up against Here Comes Hell. And I had this shit all up before, but then I had to restart my computer, so now it's not. Oh, any day now, computer. Any day now. You want to go ahead and open that browser like I clicked? There we go. <laughs> If any episode is just, for some reason, gonna just not work and drop audio or whatever, it's this is gonna be this one. <sighs> I'm not sure if you're fighting back vomit or waiting on your computer. Or both. Waiting on my computer. <sighs> Nothing. Now you just get out your... Take your sweet... Time. Okay, come to daddy. A man in his 30s travels to a remote cabin to reconnect with his estranged father. One sentence, IMDb. I'm glad we waited for that. That's so <laughs> worth it. Uh, I've discovered this morning at 6 o'clock that I had forgotten to watch my roulette. So oh, I wrapped this movie up minutes ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, good movie. It's an odd movie. Not it just it's hard to describe without like spoiling without spoiling things, I guess, but Elijah Wood is this weird little bowl haircut guy with a mustache and he goes to meet his dad who hasn't seen in thirty years and Um Lots of twists and turns and strange happenings. I I really can't get into it without spoiling it, but Good movie. I, I never kind of knew where it was going to go, and it really does just kind of wander around. Uh, yeah. Goes here and goes there, and then it's like, hmm, okay. I was inter- interested the whole time, and God, my voice sounds awful. <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's you're, you're, you're hitting puberty right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, good movie. I, I recommend people check it out. It's just, it's kind of a, I mean, it says comedy, horror, mystery. I, I wouldn't say it's comedy or horror. There's nothing funny here. And it's not really I scary. I, might, I, it's, maybe. Or it's just a thriller. Mystery works. I hate. Yeah. I mean, you asked a question, but right when you did, Skype went, so I heard nothing. You two, I don't. Yeah, moving on. What a garbage show. What a garbage show. Um, yeah, come to daddy. Thumbs up. That that might make my top ten of roulettes for the year. Not ah, cool. Yeah, I thought it was... Uh, Elijah Wood was... Well, actually, not just Elijah Wood, but the uh, 
I, much like you, I can't give away too much, but the dad, he was good. So, the dad, yeah. I can't even respond to that. Yes. I know. I'll say I, yes. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, here comes hell. 2019, directed by Jack McHenry. Uh, hour and 20 minutes. Uh, 1930s dinner party descends into carnage, gore, and demonic possession in Here Comes Hell, a genre clashing horror comedy. Yeah, it's, that's another another gigantic win for IMDb, I guess, too. Eh. Um, you know, um, this movie's black and white, and it is played out like a um, like a 1930s movie. Like we're talking legit. Like they really go for it with uh, trying to make it as old as possible. With the way they're dressed, with the way they act, with the practical... Well, the practical effects are way ahead of what would have been able to have been done back then. Um, I I kind of liked this movie. My biggest complaint is that they should have shot this on film. Instead, it's squeaky clean video, and it's like, oh, you got black and white video. Granted, they did not have much money. You can tell the budget is super low. But if they would have shot this on 16 or 35 millimeter, this would have been legit. Uh, but I, it, I can't, I could never escape the feeling that this is a brand new movie that they're trying to make it look like it is super, super, super old. And they could have accomplished that had they got a 16 millimeter camera and actually shot on film. However, the performances are kind of cheesy and hammy, but, but, <laughs> Oh, folks, if you could just see Eric, just, just sad. Just, just the, the Picard face rub. Dog barking, kids yelling. Shut up. Front door open. Why? Do they even... They even twitch to deal with it. No, they they don't hear it. It's white noise to them. No, I know. Yeah, dogs outside <coughs> freaking out. My hope is that the kids would actually leave the door open here at our house, and both cats would run out and just run in one direction for the rest of their lives. <laughs> um, anyway, um, here comes hell. Yeah, it it gets a very very very. There he goes. I'm going to finish up this review. Um, garbage episode right here, folks. Um, it wasn't bad. I, they should have shot on film. This could have been a gem in the rough if you would have shot on film. And maybe you couldn't have got the budget. I understand because it's super low budget. But, man, this would have been cool. Um, however, I liked the uh, the gore sprinkled throughout. That was cool. Um, it's basically like a yeah dinner party gone wrong. Uh, pretty much one setting. Um, yeah, it was cool. Like for what it was, I, I can't give it too high a marks, but, uh, I could see that. I, I think that if this director would get a bigger budget and come up with some more unique scenarios, much like this movie, I think that, uh, there's something there. Get the dog! I guess the wife and the kids 
got tired of me bitching about the cats. They're on their bikes and they are gone. They're out. Gone. Oh, okay, let's move on. I can't. I gotta go deal with this. It won't right, stop. I'm gonna review a movie. <laughs> We're both just, just, just pissed off moods. I mean, oh, and I'm just, I'm just bitter, angry at, at Trump and his cult, and uh, it's every waking moment of my life is just pissed off at those fuckers. Ah, uh, good times. Um. I'm going to review a movie while I'm waiting for him, because uh, why not? Um, oh, but what do I review? I want to. I got a whole bunch of new shit that I watched. Sea Fever. I should talk about that. Mortal Kombat: Scorpion's Revenge. I'm going to talk about that. Um, Becky watched that. Diary of a Mad. Oh, that's a Vincent Price. We. Some, oh, we summon the darkness. I definitely need to talk about that. I got so much shit to talk about. <sighs> just summertime. Summertime. No school. Every day is Saturday. Let's just st- stare at the TV and... <laughs> just standing oh, there. Just... Like, they hear the dog, they get up to go get him, but then they just... Oh, they got distracted by the TV, so they just stand there and watch TV. Like... <sighs> so where where are they now? Are they upstairs, I'm guessing? No, they're... One's eating breakfast, the other, the other one's watching TV, and... I had I, the outside dog was barking at nothing like he always does. So the inside dog starts barking at him. Then it, I got to let the inside dog out and the outside dog in. Now he's going to start barking to be let back in eventually. Oh. <sighs> Movie freaks. Movie freaks. Okay, yeah. moving on. Next <laughs> round. It is episode 300. So I get to pick your movie and vice versa. Uh-huh. You, I could not decide. I, I have a list over here that I've been compiling since episode 250 when we do this. <clears throat> and I was like, oh, I could make that or that. There's a few on here that I think you even own that, like, and I was like, oh, that's a little too kind. Obviously, we're always going for a movie that we think is awesome and we want the other person to watch. <clears throat> it's yep. not a... It's not a, um, check this one out for me, normal roulette. So, I... <laughs> and they're just sitting there. Oh, now that I think the dog is barfing. <laughs> I don't even know what that noise is. I've never heard oh, that noise before. So- yeah, I heard it too. I heard it too. He's horking. Oof. Yeah, that's... I'm just waiting for... Oh, oh. <laughs> now he's definitely th- oh, throwing up. Oh, God. Uh, I don't want to go out there. Okay. Your film is from 1992. Hmm. Uh, let's go down the list here. It stars Al Leong. Uh, Dustin Nagwin. What in the Tony hell are Longo, you giving me? Nick Mancuso, Powers Booth, and last but not least, Brandon Lee. Oh, You'll hey. be watching Rapid Fire, available to rent on Vudu. Okay. And I went and rewatched it uh, to make sure that uh, I, wa- I wanted this to be your movie. 
And oh, really? Yeah. This so was a, okay. I rewatched it on. Um, doesn't matter how I watched it. it wasn't on Voodoo, but I, I did rewatch it. This is directed by Dwight Little, who also directed. Let's see here. Halloween Four: The Return of Michael Myers, Freddy's Nightmares, a TV series, uh, Marked for Death. You know that movie? Yep. Free Willy Two: The Adventure Home, <laughs> uh, Murder at Sixteen Hundred. That's a good movie. Anacondas Two. Ooh. Uh, anyway, I have a whole page of notes about Rapid Fire. I'm not going to read all of it, but I'll just read some. Uh, it starts <clears throat> in Tiananmen Square, so it deals with some political issues. I like that. Uh, Jake Lowe was my idea of 90s cool. He's wearing a vest. He's a smooth talker. Um, he hates politics. Uh, I want you to pay attention to the way that he fights in this movie. And he's a reluctant uh, hero. He wants. He's against politics in general and getting involved. He just gets at the wrong place at the wrong time and is then being marked for death, more or less. And so when he does get attacked, I want you to pay attention to the way his body moves. I want you to pay attention to the way that he fights and the way that uh, it relates to other action movies. Uh, you'll know what I mean when you see it. The way that he faint attack, faint attack is just a thing of beauty. It's just straight up Bruce Lee. And it's so... It's so sad watching this movie, because why did we get so few films from these guys? Like, I... I, I On the one hand, I get sad, and then, because uh, I'm a guy, I immediately get angry. Uh, there are characters that are straight up racist. And I don't like that, but I like that, because it's realistic... And it makes it so much more delightful when they die. Um, and that's not something that you see a lot anymore. I mean, that's probably a good thing, but it, it, it's unrealistic in a 90s movie that they wouldn't be... They wouldn't act that way. Yeah. Uh, Powers Booth. Let's see what I got written down here. Powers Booth. That's it. That's the note. Uh, I, that's what I wrote. Powers Booth. That's it. That's the note. <laughs> <laughs> because he's awesome. Uh, let's see. Uh, like Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan, use any damn thing you can use as a weapon. He beats the shit out of a guy with a refrigerator door. And it is awesome. Oh, it's so good. Okay. Uh, every hit, every gunshot, every explosion is felt because it's in that early 90s time where it... They don't fake it. It's not CGI... I don't know. You, you know what I'm talking about? Those exp those gunshots where they explode off their chest. Huge squibs. It's awesome. Um, watch his breathing. Watch his breathing during some of the fights. It's realistic in that he's tired. And they don't show that a lot in especially martial arts movies. There are times where Jackie Chan's on a rooftop fighting two guys for... 15 minutes, it feels like. You, you would be so out of breath. And at the end, he's barely, <laughs> oh, good, now I got time to run away. Like, oh, you'd be dead. But not in this movie. 
For 90s action cheese, we don't see this kind of story. It's usually just revenge. Um, I'm trying to read my handwriting. Cue up god-fucking-awful sex scene and sex song. LOL, this is the gayest heterosex scene I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) I remember now, the music is coming back to me. Yes, it is so bad. But funny. Powers Booth character's name is Mace. That's dangerously close to Blast Hard Cheese. Yes, it is. Uh, Third act. Interesting. This... this, Oh, sorry. This one was uh, released by Twilight Time on Blu-ray... Uh, I'm, it may be sold out at this point. It was only, it was limited to 3,000 copies and it's $30 on Amazon. Not that I'm going to buy it, but wow. Damn. Uh, third act. He moves so much like Bruce in Chinese Connection. Watch closely how he fights multiple people at one. What's this say? I cannot read my damn hand, handwriting. With one distraction faint, distraction faint. <clears throat> Oh, has Leung, Al Leung ever survived this long? <laughs> you know Al Leung, he's a legendary uh, henchman. Oh, okay. I'm sure I'll recognize him as soon as I oh, see him. immediately, but he makes it all the way to the third act. <laughs> oh, nice. But the third act is awesome. Uh, it, the whole movie is just freaking awesome. I just rewatched it a couple of weeks ago, and I said, yep, that's it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to force him to watch this one. So you're getting a 90s cheesy martial arts thing, and I, I can't imagine you want to have a shitty and grin the entire time. Which one did you like? Did you like this one or um, Showdown in Little Tokyo better? Oh, Rapid Fire is better than Showdown in Little Tokyo. I enjoy that movie, but mostly mm. because it's it's a weird mess. Uh, it's still cool to see him fight in that one, but he doesn't fight in that one the way that he fights in this one. In, in okay. this one, it- I think part of his backstory was he had training. Uh, or uh, he whips so much ass in this thing. Oh, uh, and there's a lot of cliche kind of '90s stuff you got to hang on for a little bit. You know, get it going, drug dealers and whatnot. But once once you get down to it, every fight he does, every move he makes is just beautiful. Cool. Okay. All right. What am I watching? Okay. Um. And uh, let me just double check. On just to make sure it's still there, there was a good copy on YouTube. Unfortunately, that's probably the only way you're going to be able to watch it. Um, I don't like that, but uh, you're not going to want to buy the Blu-ray. Trust me, it's not cheap, um, and it's not streaming anywhere. I think that. Bear with me here. I know I, I had found, I watched a little bit of it. I just don't want to be wrong, and then it's like, oh great, and I. 720p, not bad. Okay, so it is on YouTube. Uh, the movie that you will be watching, I uh, imported the new UK Blu-ray of this uh, just because it was limited edition. And I'm like, you know, I never really... I've seen this movie twice, and both times I was like, meh, on. But I wanted this in my collection. And I'm like, and now I'm going to give it another chance. And this time it clicked with me. Um... And I'm going to explain why it clicked with me and why I need an opinion from you on this particular movie. And that is 1971's Blood on Satan's Claw. This is considered one of the, I guess it's kind of like the unholy three of the uh, British 
horror movies from the early 70s along with um, Wicker Man and Witchfinder General with Vincent Price. And this one also falls into that mix. For some reason, I don't know why I didn't pick it up the first couple, the first few times I watched this, but this movie reminds me of uh, Robert Eggers' The Witch crossed with The Wicker Man and, and Children of the Corn, kind of. Um, it's not a perfect movie, but it, it's, it's one of those folklore type movies. So it's not outrightly scary, but it's just got this eerie vibe through the whole thing, almost otherworldly, that I love that type of movie. And the, here's why it never, the first two times it didn't click with me. It's a bit hard, I don't even, I don't even want to say hard to follow, because it's not really hard to follow, but it's almost episodic. In that there's almost, there's several different structures to this movie that don't quite click, but they kind of do. And I found out that this was actually going, this was actually, it started out as several short stories. Hmm. Or short, and then they just, like, well, let's just make it one full movie instead of that. And that explains a lot. So when you watch this, go in with that mindset that it is all one movie, and it, you know, there, there's... For the most part, the actors are, it's the same actors through the whole thing, but it still kind of has this feel like, yeah, there could have been part one, part two, part three, kind of. Um, don't expect great special, I mean, there's not many special effects, but something about those witch type movies, and especially ones that are set back this long ago. Um, you know, it's a 1971 movie that is set in the 17th century, so it's just, it has this really, really, really old gothic feel, and it's just, it's almost kind of that, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing where it feels like you're in a bad dream. You're watching this very weird, Satan-y bad dream, but it's, it clicked with me this time. This, this was a legit cool movie. I'm like, okay, I want to see if you, you might think it's boring, you might not like it, but it is definitely a, it's considered a true classic of horror cinema. And I'm like, I think that you should watch this one. So there is a 720p version on YouTube. It's an hour and 36 or 37 minutes. So that should be the uncut version, which, yeah, it should be the uncut version. And that's the only place that I can find it. Severin released a Blu-ray over here in the States that is out of print. And the one that I I got, um, I the only way the only reason I bought it for the price I did was it didn't the, the slipcover was missing, so the price was dropped some for that, which sucks. I wish I would have the slipcover, but I really wanted that movie in the collection, and now I have it. Cool, sounds good. Uh, sorry, I just want to because uh, you said that I was like, well, that was a couple weeks ago that I checked. I better double check and make sure that's still on. Yep, still avail- available to rent. Okay. HDX 399. There we go. It'll work. And here, there, so yeah, you, you can watch it for free and that's it. Uh, I mean, unless you're willing to spend 50, 60 bucks on the Blu-ray. No, thank you. Alright, sounds good. That's up, gonna be episode 300 is Rapid Fire up against Blood on Satan's Claw. I can't imagine you won't like Rapid Fire. I mean, if, if at worst, at worst, you'll you'll say it's painless. So okay, 
and I don't know where you're going to fall on this one. I really don't. You might be meh. You might. I, I have no idea. Uh, I know that you like Wicker Man, so that's good, and you really like The Witch, which this... I cannot possibly imagine that Robert Eggers did not get some of his ideas from this movie. Nice. Nice. Okay. Uh, let's move on to some recently watched. I'm up first. Oh, let's talk about Twister. Shall we? You know, it's... I remember when Twister came out. I remember seeing it in the theater. I remember what a... Uh, phenomenon it was and and how blown away i was but that, i mean 1996 so uh i was still in high school directed by jan de bont written by michael Crichton, which is hard to believe starring helen hunt bill paxton carrie elwes jamie gertz who hasn't seen this movie philip seymour hoffman oh he's great he's a great uh, yeah, so I've seen this movie many times. I never got around to buying it on DVD. I know I probably about wore out the VHS, and I got it on Laserdisc. Uh, and then it popped up on Netflix, and I was like, oh, yeah, that'll be a good one to watch with the boys, the kids. You know, I'm always looking for something. It's always hard finding something to watch with the kids that the parents also enjoy, as you well know. Yep. Oh, I know. It is always such a bummer when you go back to something that you used to watch when you were a teenager that you loved. And I mean, it's just awful. I mean, <laughs> when that happens, it's, it's like getting stabbed, you know? And that was my experience with Twister. I, it's just, I, Bill Paxton is great and Helen Hunt's good. And Philip Seymour Hoffman is, his character is really cool and funny and weird. Some of the dialogue is so bad. I mean, so bad. And they spent all of the special effects money... How do I say this? They spent all the special effects money on the on the tornadoes. As expected, for a movie yep. like called Twister. And they still look fantastic. The only problem is they didn't leave enough money back for other special effects. Like... When a car explodes, or a flying cow, or houses rolling around and stuff like that. But that stuff looks like garbage. The couple explosions in this movie, oh, they're so bad. I mean, you can just tell, this is a green screen effect, blue screen that was unfinished. I mean, awful. Awful. Oh, groaning through most of this movie. And my kids were, for once totally enamored with it. That, oh, so they liked it? Yeah. Just watching the movie. Into it. And when it was over, I heard them go upstairs to go take a bath or take a shower or whatever, and they were like, that was amazing. And in my head, I'm just going, oh my god, this is so bad. And so many things they do that doesn't make a lick of sense. And, oh. And there was some Van Halen, Sammy Hagar song in there. Yeah, that song's still good. I like that, but I was so disappointed, and it hurt, and it hurts me to say that stuff, because I really liked that movie growing up. Yeah, I used to love that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm good. And and the next day, I was, of course, all of, uh, 
I've been ha having these really weird timing issues. Like, for example, I watch Twister. The next day on Twitter, Twister is trending. I'm like, what? And so I click on it, and here everybody's talking about the possibility of them making a Twister Part 2. What in the world? Uh, the other night, my wife and I rewatched Man of Steel. The next day it pops up on my feed. Today is the seven-year anniversary of Man of Steel. I'm like, I, I didn't know that. I didn't... It was just random, but I've been running into a lot of that kind of stuff lately. And uh, I don't know where I'm going with that. I'm just, it's weird. <laughs> so anyway, I'm sure you have Twister on Blu-ray by now. And when was the last time you watched it? Oh, yeah, I bought that a long, oh, years. I don't even think I've watched it. Well, no, I may have watched it on Blu-ray, but that's an old Blu-ray. So it's, I mean, honestly, it's probably pushing 10 years since mm -hmm. I've seen that movie. Don't have much interest in rewatching though. Yeah. Best I, of luck when you do. Okay, over to you. Uh, okay, sea fever. I think that I had hinted. Oh yeah, I didn't. Uh, hinted about I'd that one last. It, but I hadn't finished it yet. Okay, well I'm going to review it. Um, this uh, seafaring crew uh, goes out to for this mega huge catch that they they're going for and they have a scientist on board for reasons and um the main guy the the captain of the ship he decides that they're financially they're in trouble him and his wife so they take this 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 path that they're not supposed to take in the ocean where they were they were told not to go this way well they do it anyway and they get attacked by something underwater and from there, it, uh, without giving it away too much, it, it turns into a kind of sort of John Carpenter's The Thing on the water. But don't take that as, this is like John Carpenter's The Thing. No. Uh, but it is a bit like that as far as, the, you know, everybody's scared of everybody else. And <clears throat> this was a good movie. This is how you do... A lower budget movie, well. The special effects are used sparingly, but very good. The cast is really, really good. It's suspenseful. The score is good. This was, um, definitely a gem in the rough. This would be a complete, this would have been like number one of the year if this would have been a roulette by far. Um, I'm, I bought the movie on Voodoo and I'm happy that I did. It's definitely one that I'll want to rewatch. Uh, solid, solid performances and the special effects that they use, again, sparingly, are really, really good. Um, man, it's a good movie. Really good movie. I, you can just talk about it now. I'm like, oh, damn, I'm looking forward to rewatching that thing. Uh, maybe I, I hesitate to even say it was a hair too long. I was never bored. I, I liked the characters on this in this movie and the reasons that they did certain things I'm like yeah that makes sense I in your situation like if the captain's situation I'm like yeah he's in a tight situation what's he going to do well he's going to do this and then shit goes downhill and how they react is pretty normal I think is fairly normal to how you would react in a situation like this especially as things get worse and worse and worse and they they they're big on um again not wanting to spoil anything but it's kind of parasitic and so the eyes are a distinctive feature to tell 
if you're infected. And they, which is, they do it really cool. There's, it's cool. So, big thumbs up. That was a good movie. Quiet! Oh, oh and it just sounds like your voice, it just sounds just... Oh, I'm just, uh, oh, just <laughs> sitting right beside each other. Blah, 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 blah. So unnecessary. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm going to do a quick double header, and then I'm probably going to be done. Uh, first up, Siberia from 2018, starring Keanu Reeves. When an American diamond trader's Russian partner goes missing, he journeys to Siberia in search of him, but instead begins a love affair. And I was like, ah, Ashley St. George, he's attractive, and Keanu Reeves, you know. Even lesser Keanu Reeves affairs is usually pretty good, right? You know. About a half an hour into this, my wife started watching with me. And... Uh, we're both like, huh, what's gonna happen next? Why would he do that? Why is she like that? Why does she... Why is she... So bitchy? Like, just... Like, she's just kind of mean. Why? He didn't... Nobody did anything yet. Alright. Why is he doing that? Where is this going? And by the time we got to the third act, we were just, we were staring at each other like, fuck this movie. To death. What, what a waste of time. Oh. So bad. So bad. But it, <laughs> did, it, it didn't really dawn on us until the very, very end. Because we were like, where, where is this going? You know, we were curious about what's going to happen with this diamond dealer. And then he has an affair, and he's married. And she's kind of... she I don't want to say bitchy. She just... She has an attitude. And it's like, why? You know he's married. You shouldn't be fooling around with him. He didn't hide it. You can see his ring. Oh, it's just odd. Like, an odd... It's so hard to explain, but it's just... You don't have any right to kind of, like, have that attitude. You know what you're doing. From the very beginning, you knew. I... I... I don't get it. I didn't get it. But... Ashley St. George, very easy on the eyes. Uh-huh. And what else has she been in? Why do, why do I know her from some... I swear I recognize her. And my computer sits here like a dumb shit. Huh? You clicked something. I have not seen a single thing she's been in. Other than Siberia. I don't know how I know her. That's weird. Ah, uh, whatever. I mean, she was fine in it. And Keanu was being Keanu. But there kind of comes a point where you're just kind of waiting for him to... start being John Wick. And he doesn't. And it... it uh, I just got your ass kicked. Great. It's just one of those movies, dude, where you can't, well, you can't stop watching any every movie. But for me, I, no, can, I know, it I know. starts to get bad. Yeah. I'm out. I, I bail. I can turn it off very easily. I watched this one all the way through. I, I don't know why. But have you heard of a movie from 2018 starring Keanu Reeves called Siberia? No. Yeah, there's a reason for that. There's a reason. Okay, next up, Lord of Illusions from 1995. Uh, I watched this on Pluto TV. I haven't seen it in 
years, but I know you and I have both watched this movie many times, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I like it. Yeah. From what I, I remember. I remember thinking it's great and thinking it was just terrifying as all hell. Half that statement's now uh, still true. It's, it does have its really scary, creepy mo- moments, but... Woof! The made-for-TV 90s-ness of this is... Oh, this is a rough watch. Um, I... There are still parts of it that are awesome, but there is so much of that made-for-TV 90s look to it that it just... Ugh! Not good. Uh, but it, it still has those moments that are awesome, though. Why can't I find her name? Oh, she's the second lead in the movie, but let's not have her name up here, IMDb. Not in the first 20 people. Garbage Fancy. show. Just garbage. I apologize, everyone. Sorry. They they can't all be winners. <laughs> Femke Jensen. Johnson. Yeah, there we go. Why is she so far down? She's one of the main leads. And Scott Bakula is cool, but... I was at that time of the 90s where... Can Scott Bakula lead a movie? Uh, yeah, and... I bet he can. <laughs> but then he came into his own with uh, Deep Rising. I thought that he was really good in Deep Rising. Scott Bakula wasn't in Deep Rising. Uh, or Treat Williams. Yeah, or him. They're, yeah. you know, they're one and the same. Kevin Kevin O'Connor was the guy that you're thinking of that was in both. Oh, that's... Okay, that's the one. Yep. No, no, he's fine. But he's not the main, main lead. It's Scott Bakula. We're following around him all the whole movie and, you know, taking his shirt off and being a private eye and look at look at the six-pack and my guns and... Is, was was there a um I I it's been years now since I've seen the movie but isn't there a scene where I want to say a, it's not paper but there's some weird CGI thing that is in Scott Bakula's apartment or whatever and it's like shape shifting in the air or something isn't it maybe awful yeah something and it looks, like that I remember it looked terrible it doesn't look any better uh-huh uh there's some cool special effects where like um Nix? Is that his name? Nix, I think? Yeah, Nix. Oh, I, he, good bad guy. Yeah, he grabs Femke Johnson and then the ground vanishes beneath them and he's just floating there and then his followers get sucked into the ground and those effects work really well. It yeah. still is creepy and weird. I don't know why they don't know how to use scissors. At a certain point, they reunite and they're like, yes, for you, my lord, and they gotta cut their hair, and but they just do it real spotty and they keep nicking themselves so they're bleeding. <laughs> I, It's odd it's odd but it used to freak me out really bad <laughs> then the Not big so baboon in the end and the weird guy with no eyebrows and really 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 tight leather pants yeah. or whatever yeah 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 strange just strange yeah but it's it's not hellraiser but yeah i i like it. i have it on blu-ray and i I quite liked it, uh, but again, I haven't seen it in a long time. I remember I saw that thing in the theater, and again, way back in the day when that came out, this was a 90s movie. Usually the 90s horror movies were not all that gory, or they were, you know, the whole scream type thing. But this one here, like, it was legit back in the day. Like, oh, this is culty, gory, 
whatever. But yeah, it probably doesn't hold up. I, I remember on rewatch, a long time ago on rewatch, especially that one CGI floaty thing. That was dodgy back then. I can just imagine how it looks now. Well, and then, uh, it's all about magicians and uh, illusionists and whatnot, but there's the one scene where he kind of fakes his death, I guess, and he, like, gets stabbed on stage with a bunch of swords. Yeah. And it's like, you guys know that the trick was he's getting out of locks and avoiding them, so when the first one sticks him, wouldn't you have a stage hand run in or something? And nope, just stick, stick. Stick and he's just screaming bloody murder. Not until the very end, when the, all the swords have dropped and he's been stuck seven times, do they ha huh, and wander in? Like what? <laughs> I uh, I remember one line from the movie where where um, Scott Bakula's character he uh, Harry Diamore is that something in the movie? Uh, what do you mean? I think his name is, is that Harry. his name or. Uh, but he goes to this magician's private club yep, or something. Yep. And then the one guy who's kind of a character actor, he's, you know, kind of spouting off lines in this accent. And he kind of he keeps getting called out by Harry. Oh, And yes. he finally says, hey, he finally, hey, fuck you, pal. Or something well, like that. At the very end great. when the guy is so mad, he's storming off. He goes, so what is that accent? Brooklyn? And then his Brooklyn does come out. Yeah. And he goes, hey, fuck you, man. Or something like that. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> What is that guy's name? Uh, I yeah. love that guy. Yeah, he's kind of just... He's never been a huge... Like, he's not leading man type, but... He was in Ghost. He's Remember in that a... scene in Ghost? Where he broke the cigarette uh, machine? And he's like, oh... Is, was he a bad guy in that? Was he one of the bad no, guys? No, he was just a ghost. Oh. And he was just like, I'd give anything for a drag. Just one drag. <laughs> <laughs> what is that guy's name, damn it? Yeah, I can I can picture him, but I uh, not. Hmm. Is it this guy? Hold on, Vincent. Yeah, this is it, Vincent. Uh, Schiavelli. Oh. Okay. Did he pass away? He died in two thousand five. Oh. Oh, what a bummer. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah, he was in Tomorrow Never Dies. Doctor Kaufman. Remember. That movie has literally evaporated <laughs> out of my brain. Which one was that? <laughs> the bad one. Oh, that's the that's the the newspaper guy, right? Yeah. No, no, no. Well, that's the, the that's the right movie, but he was the yeah. guy that killed uh, uh, Lois Lane, and then he was gonna kill Bond. Oh, the torture guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Okay. <laughs> It's all coming back to me in this gray, pasty, sludgy nothingness. Wait a minute. How does he have actor credits after 2005? I wonder if he had a bunch of things going on that they, like, slowly released. Must have, yeah. Hmm. I haven't heard of these things, but it looks like he passed away in Sicily, Italy. So he must have been over there, and it looks like yeah. the last couple things he made were Italian-y looking. Leviero Rising. Oh, boy. 
he plays the albino. Imagine that. You take that face and make him albino, you don't have Yeah. With star Vincent Gallo is in that? Where has that guy been? Man, not doing a whole lot. Oh. He hasn't done anything since 2013. And a whole bunch of things I've never heard of. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it was kind of the art house. Yeah. Um, so, just so you know, wife took off with the youngest to go swim lessons and my, my boy's outside playing with the neighbor kid. And it's so damn hot in my office, but I know if I open the door, those fucking cats will come in. So I'm literally stuck at home, and if and if I'd open the door, the internet connection would be would be better too. But no, I can't do that because the cats will come in here, and then I will murder them. Okay. Ah. Oh, just sit and soak in your ball juice, there, buddy. Oh, it's oh, it's just awful. It's it's probably at this point in here, probably seventy six degrees. No, oh. air, no, no air movement. Just, just. Stale, stinky. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, for I, me. I have to keep a pillow on top of the vent under my desk, or else I just freeze my balls off. Oh man. <sighs> Not me. <laughs> um. Okay. Right, last for round. me. Okay, Becky from 2020. This is the uh, new one that's getting some some uh, acclaim. Because of Kevin James, who uh, who goes against type and plays a neo-Nazi skinhead. Oh yeah, I saw the trailer for this. Uh, Lulu Wilson is his tween opponent, and she. I'm like watching this movie. I'm like, I've seen her before, and she was in one of the Annabelle movies and the uh, Ouija uh, origin movie, which was really good, actually. And I'm like, wow, she is like growing up really, really fast. Um, so this is a good movie. Um, oh, for crying out loud. Connection lost. There was a problem with the network. I'm What a shit show. Folks, what a shit show. I'm going to just keep on reviewing this. If he wants to come back. Oh, hey, he might be back. Maybe. Maybe. I have literally two pictures of Eric on my screen. One is him contemplating, like, huh. And the other one is him just eyes closed, just not looking good. There he is. Now he's back. Finally, finally, finally. (laughs) Uh, Okay, my head hurts. Um, Becky. uh, Oh, you're starting over? I was hoping you were just going... (laughs) No, I was describing the two different images of you locked on my computer screen. <laughs> um, so this starts out where you immediately don't like, you immediately don't like her. Like she's one of those, like the bitchy type, like always just fighting with her dad for no reason. Um, but we really have no, just... no foot to stand on with judging these people considering the bitch sesh that we have every single episode. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but once things settle in and we uh, we get the two, like her and her dad are going to meet her dad's new girlfriend and her son because the dad's uh, wife had passed away from cancer. <clears throat> 
So everybody's at this little house in the middle of the woods, and we get the skinheads uh, that broke free, prison, blah, 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 whatever. And then it's it's tween Rambo versus skinheads is basically what it is. And it's cool. It's really gory, uh, which I really appreciate it because you take out all the violence. There's some suspension of disbelief here, but in like this girl is really good at whipping ass to the point where it's like, yeah, right. Uh, and on top of that, something happens in the towards the beginning of the movie that uh, that would be tough to. I don't want to spoil. I don't. I don't want to spoil it, but that would be tough to be able to do what she is doing, having gone through that. Is all I'm gonna say, I guess. Like, but but she kind of rambles up real quick, and I'm like, mm. having said, it, it was fine, it was okay, I liked it. Um, take out the gore, and eh, that would have definitely been one and done. But now eh, I'll probably give that a, a watch again sometime. Um, uh, did you buy it or? Um, Baby Jesus provided that one for me. So, uh, gotcha. Yep. Um, I'm not going to, more than likely I probably won't own that. The other one that I watched, that I will own, um, this is, I actually was expecting to like Becky more than I did, uh, which is fine, I mean, it was okay. This is the gem here, though. Um, another movie that I've been wanting to watch, I didn't like this director's other movie, um, uh, being Dahmer, or my friend Dahmer being Dahmer, uh, my friend Dahmer. So he made this other movie called We Summon the Darkness with uh, Alexandra Daddario. Yay. Um, and I was reading, I just read a, just a little bit of reviews, like, and everybody was saying, oh, big spoiler. And I'm like, oh, we're done, we're done, we're done. So watch this movie. And this is a legit good movie. Um, these... This it's it seems like it's set in the eighties and these three uh, early twenties metalhead girls are going to this metal show and uh, they meet up with some guys at the show and they go back to this lady's dad's house to party and things go really 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 bad from there on very 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 evil like this is this'll this'll piss off the evangelicals here Woo! uh johnny knoxville is in it and i i like johnny knoxville it was good to see johnny knoxville it's funny it's mean-spirited uh but it doesn't take itself too seriously so it's not like it's not like something like um here comes the devil right it's not like that or no i'm sorry it's not like house of the devil uh it's Played a little bit more lighthearted, but the subject matter itself is. Oh, yeah, I saw the trailer good, for this one too. That was a good movie, and I will own that on Voodoo for sure. And I might own Becky as well uh, if it's cheap enough. But I would be willing to pay probably ten bucks for We Summon the Darkness. Uh, just it's got some of my favorite things: uh, '80s setting and metal music. And I mean, they're like before shit goes bad. They're all sitting around a campfire, and they're just. They're just talking about metal. What, what was your first metal show? And, you know, oh, Cliff Burton passed away. They're talking about Cliff Burton and uh, 
Megadeth, uh, Dave Mustaine, the worst thing that ever happened to Me- Metallica is Dave. It was just cool hearing like just these metalheads talking old school metal. So I like that. Good movie, but um, certainly not one for everyone. Just with how oh, and you're pent- thrilled about that too. He's just grinning ear to ear. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, anything to. Yep, this would have been the type of movie that that you would have heard the uh, the yeah the the parents talking about boycotting. Uh, <sighs> yep. Okay, one more, and then I'm done. And I. The only reason I wanted to bring up this one is because I think that I think that you finished it, and that is Mortal Kombat: Scorpion's Revenge. Did you finish it, or oh, did you just sake. lose contact on Skype? That too. That could have just been that. I, wow. I, no, he's back. What movie? What? You're back. You're the one with the bad connection, not me. <laughs> um, Mortal Kombat: uh, Scorpion's Revenge. Oh, okay. <laughs> I loved this movie. Uh, I bought it on Vudu, and it is awesome. And if you want to know what kind of animated movies I like, it's this right here. Hour yeah. and 20 minutes of just bone-breaking, incredibly gory, violent brutality. Yeah, but, it's... but I cannot get you to watch uh, Castlevania. And it's a show. I Give me the movie. I make a movie. Way too much commitment. It's that. It's that the whole time. Uh, that last season you were kind of mat on, weren't you? No. I thought that you were kind of mat on that last season. No, I think the last season was... No, I wasn't mat on it. Or maybe it was like halfway through you were like, come on, and then they really ramped things up in the end. I thought there was a show... Or the... I don't know. What does it matter? That's season like four, and you haven't even watched season two. Yeah, and it's... That ship has sailed. Nah, you just, ah, you gotta keep up on it. Because <laughs> uh, then you're like, now I gotta watch four seasons and it's too much. It's like, yeah. and you can't take breaks. Yeah, season one is starting to become a haze, so I'm like, oh shit, I gotta rewatch all of it. No, you don't. Uh, oh, and the new season of F is for Family dropped. Oh, it's so good. It's so up your alley. I actually I almost hit play on that because I did watch the trailer for it and it, I love that they I love when they swear in trailers and I'm like yeah that's pretty good dude they swear some I only watched episode one or so uh, of the new season but they swear so much it almost makes me uncomfortable like Ooh. because he's yelling at his kids and stuff I don't swear at my kids and my I was just dying laughing at certain things and my wife just would turn around and look at me and goes you like Bill Burr just a little too much. It's like, I I don't know what to tell you. He speaks my language. Me uh, that, too. That's it. <laughs> I, so, did you like Mortal Kombat? I haven't, finished it, I haven't finished it okay. yet. I've only watched about half of it. Uh, I fell asleep. Not because it was boring or something. I was just tired. Uh, oh. But so far, oh, I've loved everything I saw so far. And I thought, oh, I did not. I was shocked that it was an animated film. I didn't know it was animated I, I thought it was a live action. Isn't there some Mortal Kombat live action? Oh, James! I think James Wan is making the live action one. Yeah, well, wasn't there something else that just came out? Um, I mean, there was a couple of years. There's been two different uh, Blu-ray sets of like these short films. Uh, I have them both. The first disc is great. The second season or whatever, not so much. But 
They were pretty good. This one here is essentially the first, the 1995 Mortal Kombat. It's that with, like, it's that storyline for the most part. Although they do spend more time with Scorpion and his backstory. And they oh, made him a good guy. So badass. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I liked this movie so much that I, the next morning I watched the last 20 minutes. I'm like, I just, I, I want to start my day with just complete insane brutality. Finish him! And there he goes. <laughs> or again. not finish him, get over here. Oh, I can't even get that right. Oh, <laughs> oh stick a fork in us. We're done. <laughs> oh. oh, and there goes... Lu- oh, Judas Priest. There goes Lucas with two shovels. When Mom specifically said, do not take any any gardening tool out of our garage. There he runs down the road with two shovels. <sighs> Kids, and there's a... There's a row of kids following him. No, no, no. Dig. Dig away. Uh, a row of kids are following my son, and he has two big shovels. Oh, that's, oh, and, that's and my kids. I, I, there are certain things that I... Certain things that I tell them... I have to tell them every single day. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't uh, do this. Then I look out the window, and... Meow, there they go. I'm like... Uh, and there's three women, neighbor women out there watching. I'm sorry, sorry. I'm I'm podcasting, and wife is going. I can just tell they're looking disappointed. You have got to be kidding me. Can you take your computer along with you when you go to yell at him, so you can hear? <laughs> I'm just waiting for them to just start digging holes in the yard. And if they do, uh, okay, fill the holes back up. Oh, and now here comes a baby. Anyway. That's what's going on over here. How's the cul-de-sac? Kids with shovels digging in the yard and women watching. And I can tell they're watching like, oh shit, this isn't good. Then go do something! Will you please, the next time that you move, will you please consult me a little bit before you buy the house, (sighs) before you sign? Because I would have told you, this is not going to work out. No, this does not work. I mean, I want to move to... Well, Canada first, and second, just in the middle of, like, just five acres where there's nothing else around me but... A barbecue restaurant and maybe a sushi place. Done. <laughs> and your internet connection would probably be just as shitty. Just as shitty, yeah. Oh, they're digging up. I mean, they are. What are they there. digging in the front yard? No, they're digging. They're digging in the empty lot beside us. And the builder, I guess, he is just he's just furious at the that he drives past and there's all sorts of kids playing in this empty lot beside us. And the neighbor behind us and another allotment he dumps all his cut grass into this thing <laughs> and I, and he's furious and you think i'm gonna dig away dig away i don't give a shit don't give a shit what are they gonna do kick you out yeah exactly what are you, what are you gonna do i build a build a house over here or, or mow, mow the yard mow it so there's not weeds over there but he doesn't do that i'm just a grumpy old man yeah <sighs> I'm just trying oh, to throw Oh, now one up. of the women slowly is sauntering over. Please take care of the kids. Well, it sounds like your kid is the ringleader. Oh, he is. Oh, he is. Yeah, I guess that would, that would fall on me then, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it would. <laughs> eh. Oh, and the last thing that they were doing here not long ago, they were picking up big rocks and throwing them at uh, bees. Like, there's... Yeah. There, there and they got stung. That's how the story ends. They got stung. Like, what were you expecting to happen? 
<laughs> it hurts. I, yeah, it hurts. You were throwing big rocks at a bee, and it got pissed off, and it stung you. What? Yeah. And then I'm not frozen. The ver- this is the very the very next day. What were they doing? Throwing big rocks at bees again. <laughs> all right. Yep. That's that's all on target. That's all yep. on target. Uh huh. Have fun. Oh, and see, you know how the corner of my house is. It's uh, the road is real sharp there. It's kind of blind. Yeah. People just fly around my house. I mean, it's 100 feet. Why do you have to get up to 45 miles an hour? Like, just slow the hell down. We've got whole packs of kids out here riding bikes and whatnot, and I keep telling my kids, you got to go slow around that corner, because if a car is coming the other way, even if they're going slow-ish, mm-hmm. you, you get schmucked. And I look out the kitchen window, the kids are just hauling balls around that corner. <laughs> and it's... Oh, it's like we're going to end up in the ER. I just know it. I kind of like how our podcast started with Bitch Sesh, ends with Bitch Sesh, and there's this gooey spam type room temperature meat in the middle that is called movie talk. (laughs) Well, especially on this episode, especially on a special 300th. This is how we celebrate. Yeah, Yeah, with very little movies and just lots of bitching. Mm Mm-hmm. My shoulder's sore, headache, hair sucks. I'm a, I'm a wreck. You're about ready to barf. <laughs> uh, I feel like total ass. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, where do we go from here? I got nothing. I'm done. I guess see you at 301. Yeah, I'm waiting for one of the kids to get their toes cut off. I. You should just see. It's, it's daycare. Minus the parents. I... Well, go get your kid. Oh, there's there's one little one little kid. He just picked up a bucket full of water and just just casually dumped it right on his head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh huh, yep. Yeah. Oh, you should see it. You should, if you would just, uh, it's uh, just a dumping ground for children. Just go play in the bee infested. I'm just waiting for child services to show up. (laughs) Okay, I gotta go. I gotta go. Uh, All right. Bye. See you at 301. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.